0: GoLight presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Come out, come
1: out, come out. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast from our studios at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. Hi, I use
2: CBD oil. We use it actually in our family. I give it to my child because he has autism and it really, really helps. And so much so, my mother-in-law, seeing how well he was coping on CBD oil with COVID, it made her very anxious. So I bought her a bottle for a birthday and it was the best thing she said I've ever given her. And she feels so much better in herself. She can't believe it. So it's it's been a win-win situation in our family.
1: And if you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, our show sponsor is Greenheart CBD. And they've given us a very special offer just for you, Opinions Matter listeners and followers and viewers. They will offer you a 20% discount off all of their products. So all you have to do is is to go onto their website, greenheartcbd.ie. Have a look around the website and see what's available. And uh, when you uh, find what you're looking for, and they have a huge range of CBD products, uh, you just uh, take whatever it is to check out, and then you use the promo code PODCAST2022. And that will get you an immediate 20% discount. It couldn't be simpler. So you just uh, go to Greenheart CBD, find what you're looking for, and then you go to check out and use the promo code PODCAST2022 for an immediate 20% discount. And our thanks to uh, Greenheart CBD for that very special uh, offer. Now, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's a message that we got on our Facebook page an hour and a half ago, and I want to read it to you. I've uh, spoken to you guys many times over the years, but I'm so annoyed and upset. About an hour ago, I was going to the post office, which is in my local blankly blank shop, uh, which we're not naming, unfortunately, and I'll explain why in just a minute. Uh, there's always a fellow sitting outside at the shop begging with a cup. He never bothers anyone, and he just sits there. He's a lovely fella, a real dub. I often get him a cup of coffee. Uh, When I arrived to go to the post office, the manager of the shop was out asking him to move. I went into the post office and when I came back out 10 minutes later, the guards were there moving him off because the manager had phoned them. I was disgusted. He wasn't harming anyone. I'll never shop in that place again. Here's their number if you want to call the manager. And his name is uh, Gerard, and that's from a lady called uh, Car- uh, Carmen. C a r m e n. Carmen, thanks very much indeed for uh, for getting in contact with us. Carmel raises an interesting issue about whether or not shops should be calling the guards, whether or not guards should be uh, coming along and moving on somebody who she describes as a lovely fella, not bothering anyone, just sitting there
3: outside uh, the shop begging with a cup. Now, uh, Jeremy did uh, reach out... Sorry, I'm actually trying to ring said person again uh, at the moment because I've been trying to ring him non-stop. Uh, The phone was hung up on me a couple of times uh, before we came on air and now they are not answering uh, the phone. Okay, so this is the shop you're trying to ring. Yeah. Um, Have have you spoken to Gerard at all? Not to Gerard. I spoke to one of the, uh, whoever answered the phone in the shop. Uh, It's a very well-known, by the way, uh, shop. Well, I mean, it's a chain of shops. And um, there's many, many of them, and this I suppose is one franchise of the shop. It's irrelevant, I suppose, what the shop is, but uh, the staff member that I an- answered earlier when I said who I was and what we wanted to do, Jared uh, was not available for comment. Right now, Jared's working today because our friend Carmen saw Jared earlier on calling mm-hmm. the police. Um, so. Okay, but it raises the whole question about
1: whether or not... Um, was Jared right? Was Jared right to call the guards? Were the guards right to come along and uh, um, and move this guy on? Uh, according to Carmen, he's a harmless individual. He never bothers anyone. Uh, she describes him as a lovely fella, a real dub. I often get him a cup of coffee. And when I arrived to go to the post office, the manager of the shop was out asking him to move. I don't know the specific individual, so I don't know um, whether he's harmless. I don't know. Maybe he's caused hassle for the shop in the past that Carmen may not be aware of. Maybe he's really annoying customers. Maybe customers are coming into the shop and complaining to Gerard on a regular basis about him
3: being outside. Arseholes. Really? Ah, absolute arseholes. And I hope they never fall on hard times. Because my local spa... By the way, we're not talking about a spa shop in particular, but my local spa... Shop uh, has a fella, the same fella that, that sits out all the time, and again, completely harmless. I regularly buy him a hot chocolate or a coffee. I'd never give him money, uh, I'd never why give him because I, I would assume, well, no, I wouldn't assume. I've been told that he's a junkie, so I don't want to feed his habit. Um, but I'll often say to him, Do you want a croissant or do you want a hot chocolate or something like that? and uh, I'll go in and, and buy it for him, uh, and again, he's absolutely. No hassle. He doesn't. Okay. Now, um,
1: uh, Oliver just commented saying, "Ringing the guards is a bit over the top." He could have just spoken to him first. Now, for all we know, he could have spoken to him before uh, Carmen arrived at the
3: scene. Yeah, uh, he could have been out to him a few times. Yeah, because Carmen went into the post office and then and then came out. Mm. Uh, I think I think Jared's a bit of an arsehole. To be honest, I think it would have answered him better to, to go answer in, the phone when you rang him. Well, to answer the phone to me, number one, but to go in. And to uh, get him a hot chocolate or a a coffee or something like that at the shop and give it to him. It's freezing out there today. But that's just encouraging him to come and sit outside the shop all the more. Jesus, God forbid. Obviously, Gerard has had complaints. Who'd complain about someone sitting outside a a shop with a cup?
1: Well, that's what I want to find out. Have you ever complained about somebody sitting outside a shop with with a cup? This is Keith. Definitely, yeah, they should
4: move in on them you walk out of these shops and these boys or girls or everybody they are sitting outside the shop and take a look at their runners. 250 euros worth sitting outside the shop. They should sell their bleeding runners if they want to get something. Like this is a big, big thing now with the, the Romanians kicked it off and I don't mean to be racist by saying that either. But when the gypsies come over here and start coming out about what they were learning outside the shops, I think everybody wanted a piece of the cake and now people would rather sit outside the shop than go get a job. But look at the runners that they're that that, that, that wearing. Like, come on.
1: I,
3: I couldn't afford them things if I it All right, Keith. So I mean, Keith is basically saying that. Keith he, is talking shite, uh, to be honest with you. First of all, Keith. With the greatest respect, they're not Romanians; they're Roma. And we had this conversation yesterday. There is a difference between Romanians and Roma. Okay, but there, okay. there, there was a whole scam, a um,
1: uh, 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 planned yes. I agree. Uh, scam I agree. With a lot coverage. of
3: the a lot of the begging carried out by members of the the, the Roma uh, community was quite aggressive. And in fact, I've had it happen to me many a time. I'd be but at it, an was a- or, it was organized begging. I'd be I'd be at an ATM and they'd literally stand beside you and mm. would would wouldn't leave you alone. That's not what this is, Keith. This is a man who's just sitting outside a shop on a freezing cold day, you know, trying to get some heat into him. Trying to get some heat into him? Trying to get some heat into him. He's like, get a drink, to get a drink or something like that. That's why he's... Why do you think these people sit outside shops? Uh, in some so, cases, to make money to go and buy drugs. Let's call a spade a spade here. That's what some of them are doing. Yeah, Not but, all of them, yeah, but, but some uh, of them. But I've never given money. Uh, and in fact, the, the point Keith made, uh, I was up on Thomas Street there uh, last week And I was parked across the road from Manning's Bakery on Thomas Street. And um, there was a guy uh, begging outside Aldi or Lidl on Thomas Street. And as Keith says, he was wearing a pair of Nike Air Max and he was wearing a Canada Goose jacket. He had a Canada Goose jacket on him. I says, you're not getting any of my money, mate. Now,
1: uh, John, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, John? I are you? John, you happen to think that they're right to be moving them on.
0: Yeah, 100%. Why? They shouldn't be there. It's illegal to, uh, to obstruct a public pathway in the first place. But no, I don't know if he was obstructing the, the, the pathway. Down. It brings the corner of the shop down. boys always a choice of two shops. There's a nice shop there with a the nice front. Of the shop with the junkies outside it at noise shop
1: okay now it 's not like uh, seeing a beggar outside a shop is is something new um, and uh, there 's no suggestion that he was blocking the footpath or anything like it. It could be a very wide footpath in fact, Jeremy, you know where this uh, store is. Does it have a wide footpath outside oh ah,
3: yeah the, the, if it, I think this is the shop that she 's talking about uh, the one that I know and um, he wouldn't, if he was sitting to the side either side of the door, he wouldn't be blocking, he wouldn't be blocking the path. He wouldn't be blocking the no, path, okay. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so, the fact
1: of the matter is, John, that uh, this guy obviously is on, you know, falling on hard times, things are bad, uh, they'd want to be fairly bad for you to be sitting outside his shop with a cup begging. Now, you think, F him, he should be moved on. Yeah, he's
0: to social welfare, which he more than likely gets as well. He's probably all those on drugs or drinks or whatever
1: whatever he's on. No, we don't know he's, he's on, an on anything, in fairness. No, you could be right. What, 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 what he, where, where's the social welfare going? Where's he in a hospital? Uh, maybe he
3: is. Maybe he is. And by the way, I don't think you can get social welfare if you don't have a, an address, can you? Uh, no, you get uh, social welfare you post office an address yourself. Oh, you can without, uh, without an address, can you? You can. So, as far as you're
1: concerned, uh, the, the the shop owner was right to call the guards and the guards were right to come along and move this man on. It's,
0: yeah, if like I my phone out with my drunk. my neighbours were the council and the clean up a A lot
1: of people I'm just looking at some of the comments coming into us uh, a lot of people saying you're heartless. No, the
0: problem is there's too many bleeding It's like probably get too many handouts and just think I can sit here
3: and contribute nothing to life. Except... Yeah, but John it sounds like you want spikes put outside shops to stop sitting outside yes, shops. What? Happily, happily do that. You would happily
1: have more shops have spikes outside their doors to stop people sitting down on the ground. Yes,
0: there's, there's hundreds of different handouts in Ireland. Ireland will the worst country for handouts. These people ha- ha- don't need to help themselves; not other people help them until they hit rock bottom. Don't you want to? But uh, 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 obviously,
1: sorry. Obviously, John, if you're begging outside a shop, you kind of have hit rock bottom. No, you don't want to change yourself until you hit properly hit rock bottom.
0: People be able to still getting their junk or getting their, their bang up, or whatever. They don't care about that. Now. Well, okay. Stay there
1: for one don't second. Because, stay there for one second, John. I'd like to find out whether or not other people uh, believe uh, he's being heartless. You can send us a WhatsApp right now to oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is his attitude heartless he 'd like to see spikes outside shops to stop uh, beggars begging outside shops um and the guards are the shopkeeper is right to call the guards and the guards are right to come along and move them do you think that's a
3: heartless attitude oh absolutely spikes jesus they're not they're not animals they well, acting like animals then? I do think it but well, they 're not acting like animals I do think it's slightly different conversation
0: the like
3: yeah this is slightly different to, to, to people sleeping in doorways of shops in the morning when the staff have to go and they have have to clean up urine and stuff like that in the morning. This is different. This is a fella who's sitting outside a shop for a couple of hours a day trying to get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Um, yeah, and, and you co- And you're comparing him you to an animal.
0: A packet of, pack of tea bags for a He's you not, not saving up for a, pack, for a pack of tea bags. It's incredibly naive to think someone like that. He's, 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 he's promoting a drug culture. He's paying drug dealers. He's
1: bringing misery upon families. Okay, stay there for one second. I want to bring Eddie in on this conversation. And if you want to get involved, 085 825 is our WhatsApp number. Eddie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you?
5: Afternoon, uh, I'm doing well. You're annoyed. Why? Oh, no, I didn't say I'm annoyed. No, I can see from both points of uh, view. I have a lady who's regularly every day for God knows how long years now outside our regular shops. Now, I don't have a problem with it. And sometimes when I come out of the shop, if I have a few bob, I give it to her. I know she has a drug problem, but just something there that Jeremy touched on. And I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have gave her money because I know she's there for a reason to feed her habit. So the next time, if I have any money left, I say, you want to or a drink. And have you done now, that? No, no. What I'm saying is normally I'd give her a change but now I'm actually thinking to myself Jeremy's onto something there because if I give her a change I know what she's going to use it for because there's times I've gone up to the shop and she's out of her name, you know? Hmm. She's standing there and it, it, this is, out of it. This
1: is kind of the point uh, the point that John is making here that uh, a lot of them are just uh, addicts who want your money in order to go and buy their drugs.
5: Yeah, so in future I will say to her, do you want a cup of tea or etc. <laughs> now What Jeremy has also said they're just standing there to get warm to get a drink that's very naive yeah I is very there naive. Little, i have always up there with a little uh, Halverd gas canister stuff so she can make her own drinks and tea. Mm. trust me she'd still be there every day no no you're right you know,
3: you know you're right Eddie. it is naive of me because you know I- an addict will do anything to get money for their for and the that's fits, not to say the... that everybody uh, 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 John just to go back to you for a second would you not agree
1: that not everybody who is begging on the streets outside shops or whatever is homeless or is is a drug addict not all of them what a rapper because they need money, I suppose.
0: Oh, like I said, they're they're entitled to social welfare. How many hospitals? How many how many charitable charities on their free food every evening in September? What
1: what is it that
3: they're looking for? Money for? Um, I mean, when you yeah, when you put it like that, well, they, they're as entitled to social welfare as anybody else. Well, the guy that I regularly give give uh, coffee to or, and buy hot chocolates for and stuff outside my local shop, yeah, Um, he has never you know thrown the coffee back at me or the croissant back at me or the bagel back at yeah, me. Yeah, he could it. fling it in the bin when you're gone. No, no, because I've seen him drinking. Uh, the tea and the coffee a lot of the time they just want to be they want to be heated up you know but that's not really uh, this is the point John
1: is trying to make uh, that that is not their probably. main motivation their main motivation is not to get a cup of coffee isn't that the point you're making John?
0: Yeah like you said they're not they're, like they'll do anything to get a because they'll probably happy to get a cup of tea while they're waiting for money for their thick no, I,
3: so so I, I agree that with that John is not, there. there's no way I would want to feed a junkie's habit either because that's not that's not doing any good uh, in fact that's having the opposite effect um, but I don't see the problem with buying one of them a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or. Or a sandwich or something like that.
1: Okay, um, let me go back to you, Eddie. Uh, John is saying that the guards are right to be moving them on, that the shopkeeper is uh, well within his rights to uh, be calling the guards. Um, what do you think of the guards well, moving people on? Uh, and listening to the way the lady described it, he's always outside the shop begging with his cup. He never bothers anyone. He just sits there.
5: Well, Put it this way, Adrian. If you were running a business, and be honest, would you like a beggar outside of a 24-7? Uh, <laughs>
1: No, probably not, no
5: There you go No, and, and, so and that, is,
1: to... that, is, that is the fact of it, Jeremy uh, None of us would really want a beggar outside our shop all day, every
5: day No, see, we're only the patron going in for two minutes yes. To get something and come back out But he's the guy that's running that shop 24-7 And that person is outside all the time begging mm. And that becomes a bit of a nuisance
3: for the shop owner You know what I mean? Not if, not if it's not aggressive, Eddie If it's if he's just sitting there uh, passively uh, Keeping to himself with a cup between his legs um, What harm?
5: It's, 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 not a good look. I wouldn't like it outside my shop if I had a shop. It's just not an nice look. And I'd imagine there's probably a few shoppers that go in and would probably say to the owner, Chief, your man's inside again. You know what I mean? You know what people are like, the amount of it, but you uh, think. Now, regarding putting spikes outside, that's just gone way too far. Uh, that'd be a
3: health and safety thing anyway if someone got injured. Well, but, um, there
1: have been places around town that have put spikes
5: outside. Yeah, well, what could be a claim there, sound Trust me. I
1: mean, um, I
3: mean, John John is only short. John, you're only short to saying we should turn the hose on them at night to make sure they're, they're washed well, away. That's well,
5: what, that's, what, that's what the
0: tattoo shop.
3: Mm. and you think
1: that they were well within their rights? Yeah, well they were going into the bloody syringes all sorts. Mm. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. I'd love to hear from you on this. Our number is 085-825-2626. 85 um, Susan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Susan? Hi, Adrian. How's it going? I'm good, thanks. Um,
6: as, as I pointed out my text there, a lot a business that's trying to keep flow. It's been a hard two years and everyone. Mm-hmm. Now I was I was going to my local shop yesterday and uh this guy was outside. Now I know the girl's face and she asked me for change and I said I didn't have it. Now I came back out of the shop she asked me the same thing and I said I didn't have it. Right. I walked up towards the bus stop right no less had I no less than a minute had I done that. She walked up the road, right? Now this shop was ahead of her this shop I don't know who the shop was, right? But she was right behind him with a cup of coffee and a bar in her hand as Happy as Larry's right? And I went, okay. You know what I mean? She now she literally was at the bus stop, right? Now, funny, she had the bus fare but didn't have the price for coffee. how's that? What that one? Out.
1: <laughs> no, she probably. You had, know what I mean? But she probably had a bus pass.
6: Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, she didn't because I heard her putting the change in because she was she was right in front of me getting on the bus.
1: Oh right, okay. So you know
6: that's... what I mean? So, but the thing about it here is, right? Some people feel intimidated. You know what I mean? That they won't go near the shop because when you come out the shop, you feel mean walking by that person. You're not a kind of way. Like you say, just oh God, you know what I mean? You don't want to, you don't want to be me and walk by that person. Mm. But I can understand where he's come from. He's probably like, he's probably finding hard keeping his open. Like, like our businesses are. Like, you know what I mean? It's been two years. Like, when everyone's trying to keep their doors open.
3: Oh, yeah, hang on, hang on. Convenience stores opened right through the convenience yeah, stores. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah,
6: okay, that's fair enough. But and I would, I would have have thought,
3: I would have thought Susan a bigger issue uh, is when teenagers. I know outside my shop, I hate to see. Oh, I, I see where I live.
6: I see where I live right in, in, in the new local store. And I have to say I don't know how The secured lads Are putting over it I really don't You know what I mean it's, It is a discre- I, see, I see them every day Lighting around Doing what they're doing And for those Electric scooters And bikes They will end up knocking, Getting knocked down In the car park Outside the car park Or knocking someone down With them mm. And I swear God it's a joke uh, mine, you know, And I've seen The secured lads You know Seeing them push, Trying to push them on They push them on For about five minutes They're back again I've seen it themselves I every know, day My, my, them my local like, shop
3: is the same It's like a zoo Outside with teenagers um, Yeah um, and, but that's not the conversation we're having. Oh, no. That's a conversation. No, I for know that. Day, for, yeah, it's a conversation for another
1: day. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so what you're arguing is that you can understand why uh, a shop might want to move somebody on.
6: Yes, yeah. Because like when you're going into a shop, like uh, as I said, that guy was right outside the shop. Yes, and I and walked did. You in, fi- she- did
1: you find her in any way intimidating?
6: Um, no, not that I found intimidating. No, I didn't. find her intimidating. But she asked me, "Had I any change going in?" And and I looked, and she was still there. Uh, now the thing about it was I thought she would have moved on, but when I came back out, she asked me again. So I walked. I said I don't. So I walked by her, and I was heading up towards the bus stop, and less than as I said a minute, she is right, nearly at the bus stop with a, a coffee and a bar of chocolate in her hand, as happy as you can get, it and she had the bus fare within kind of, the town.
3: Which kind of proves the point that you were making, John, doesn't it? That a lot of the time they don't need the money.
6: You know what I mean? Exactly. Like John, John is right though what he said. Like you know what I mean? Like as the saying goes, you've more money than I have. If I had, if I had your money I bought my own you know what I mean it's a a funny saying Mm. but for that girl to have her bus fare but you know what I mean now the chap in front of her must have bought the coffee he must have bought because I heard him I actually heard him saying I actually heard her saying to him thank you and I went okay like you know what I mean so Mm. I don't know how long she was there before I got to the shop but within that like you know what I mean so he okay he done had the goodness of his heart like fair play to him but the the fact is right she stood at that bus stop drinking that coffee eating a bar of chocolate not a bottle to her but was able to hop on the bus and hand demand the uh, bus mm. no bothers you know what I mean where
1: okay so you uh, you would if uh, you'd given her money then you'd be thinking to yourself why am I after giving this woman money
6: yeah exactly and then she getting on the bus like I would if, if I'd seen her now getting on the bus after me giving her money I would have been sick I would have been actually sick because I'm thinking like I would have like you know what I mean I wouldn't have said no to her but I, uh, I would have said no but now to quite honest to Adrian if I, I've often seen uh, uh homeless people right and I don't get because the way John has said it like you don't know what the situation are in. you don't you know what I mean? Are they out for homeless? Are they out mm-hmm. for any other reason? You know, yeah, you don't. No,
1: you don't really know, do you?
6: No, that's true. You don't. You know what I mean? And you don't know what they're doing for. Like at the end of the day, we're all we're all uh, living on uh, the breadline. You know what I mean? Like we're all trying to make ends meet. At the end of the day, now don't get me wrong. I feel sorry for the homeless. You know what I mean? I really do. But at the same time, you don't know what their
1: situation is. Gareth, you're on. Opinions matter. How are you, Gareth? Hi, well, Jeremy. How are you? good? Thanks, Gareth. Thank what, Gareth. What did you want to say? Uh
7: yeah, no need to be unless he was. Violent or abusive.
1: And by okay. all accounts, certainly from yeah. certainly from what the lady Carmen said, uh, he wasn't. No.
7: no. Yeah, like I remember a couple of years ago there, I was delivered off at Poppinsville, and there was a girl sitting outside the door. Now, this girl, don't want to say junkie, but she was a problem. You think she done two rounds of a rocky? The shite was terrible, and she was begging for money. Mm. And I did regret not asking that she wanted a cup of tea and a sandwich or something, but I gave her a tenner and I got back in the lorry, and then, as I say, as Jeremy said, I said to myself then, Jason, money feeding in the habit. But the way I looked at it was, it somebody's dog or somebody's son I kind of hope I ever have kids as God forbid that never happened that someone might pity them if they came and fell on hard times but they might look beyond our issues and help them out a little bit
1: Okay but if you were a shop owner yourself Gareth and you had somebody sitting on the ground outside your shop every day of the week uh, maybe not bothering people but it's not a good look is it? It's not something that you really want outside your shop
7: It's not a good look, but it's the end of the world either it's just a, a human being looking for something that could be genuinely down and out you not know, all oh, right, if they looking
1: money just for drugs, but no one says that person's on drugs, so. No, but as 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 John, in fairness, as, as John correctly pointed out, what else are they begging for? Then uh, they get social welfare. Um, a lot of them have somewhere to uh, to sleep at night. Um, so why else would they? Uh, I, hope need... I hope it all. I hope it all stays sunny for you, Kennedy. I know. I'm only repeating what John was saying. I'm not necessarily saying he's right. Um, what I'm trying to say is that he is arguing that there is. There's no reason to be begging because the state provides well enough for people. Yeah, so a
7: couple of weeks ago I was up in Charleston and we're getting to McDonald's and he was a fella in between the two hatches begging for money. I actually, saw, was-
1: I actually saw that guy myself uh, two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Uh,
7: that's desperate. Like. We sit there at McDonald's in between the two Will you pay your money and
1: collect your food. we mm. Let's just get the change after that. He did not seem to be, again, you can't judge him I can't say he was a turkey or uh, Yeah, but, but uh, what, uh, and John, uh, this is the point that you were trying to make, that we have to question why somebody would need to be begging at all, because uh, most are entitled to social welfare.
0: Yeah, going to Tobler and Lanny Nights, you'll see multiple kind sort of for food, for drinks, for warm clothes, for socks, for shoes, for 10 people, bag, and they get got social welfare and whatever they make, so all they're out, where
1: are they going. So you You would argue that anybody who's begging is begging to feed uh, a habit, basically, of some sort, whether yeah. it be alcohol or drugs it's or whatever.
0: Everything else to so so that's the only thing that's not being provided to them unless they're on methadone which again that'll be provided to them that's true they're on heroin or they're on banjo or anything like that they have paid for them which is so people people have funded drug dealers by, by giving money to beggars so when you hear of a man shot no. over a drug death
1: yeah, no, I know, people I, have funded that money. yeah I understand all of what you're saying but is that the case for everybody who is begging on the streets of Dublin
0: well, well, what else are they going to money for I'd like, going to, to an Oscar or a <laughs>
1: I'd love to find out how, how uh, other people feel about this. And, uh, I mean, you're making a reasoned argument. I'd love to yes, know... what
0: you get a lot of people coming on with feelings. Oh, they humour, human, all their this, all their that. It's not there. Everything that they need is provided for them, by a drug or by alcohol.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's no, you, no you, you, you're right. All right, stay there for one second. Kevin, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Kevin? <laughs> hey good evening Lancy. well good thanks what do you want to say <laughs> oh
4: no, look we've all the way it's that that gents that, that's on that a lot of people aren't disagree agreeing with look keep a change in your pockets and walk on past okay we've all grown up every single one of us listening to you guys right now seeing hundreds of beggars across this country it's nothing new but there's a lot of sensitive souls out there now that don't want to see the harsh reality of what life actually means to some people what do you mean by that we don't
1: like to see begging
4: no sure look look what they did but look, everything's... Oh, I don't like that. I'm offended by that. I don't like the look of this. I need to get rid... You need to woke that. Now, I'm not a fan of that word. That's basically... Oh, get rid of that. Move, right? Look at what they did in Abbey Street. Right, pre-COVID. They moved all the users, those souls, and the beggars, away from the Lewis area down there by Abbey Street. It was a, yeah, down that, that direction. Mm-hmm. And he pushed them out to somewhere else. They just kicked the problem to another area because they didn't want the tourists to be seeing the reality of what life was really like in that area. Yeah,
1: so, uh, okay. So you... Think that the reason and people don't like beggars being around is they don't like to have to see somebody in that yes, state.
4: They're offended by the reality that they never knew existed. They don't want to see it because they've never seen hardships. Everything's they're wrapped up in cotton buds or, or cotton wool and, and everything's everybody's a winner and there's no no losers in life and and they just get no that's that this can't be real this offends me what am I saying here that's not my reality mm. and it's it's, it's not simple and I'm not saying everybody's like that but the majority is senseless people of our generation have seen these harsh realities and have given beggars money. You now, one of the best quotes I ever heard from a beggar was around Christmas time when we still had the punts. He said, you know what? The best invention ever, the best invention ever was a two euro coin because he was raking it. Right,
1: okay. Yeah, because it was worth more money than a, <laughs> than a pound coin <laughs> was. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so what is your view then of a shopkeeper calling the guards and the guards coming along and moving this guy on?
4: It's an over, it's an overreaction. I tell even you what, even
1: if uh, although in fact uh, Carmen who contacted us said he's there every day.
4: Yeah, it's a silly, the shopkeeper overreacted and I tell you why. It's just if you get a stray cat in your garden, you feed it, what do you think the cat's going to do? It's going to come back. No different than a beggar. All you have to do is tell his customers, please don't give that junk money. Beggar would realize it's not a cash cow. He won't come back.
3: Jeez we're talking about we're talking about this man outside the shop like he's an animal now, comparing him to No, no, to, you to, know to what I cat. mean? If he, well, if
4: he gives, if he knows he's going to get a certain amount of money there, he's going to come back it's a reality yeah can I just can I just
3: tell you Kevin and to everybody else uh, listening um, there's nobody making a fortune by sitting, sitting outside the no, shop Nobody's no nobody no, this, this perception that people wrong, have Jeremy. yeah this perception that people have that the fellows walking away with his polystyrene cup uh, that evening with like 100 quid in it absolutely not
4: how many Jeremy pe- you're picking me up wrong I, I, I do not mean to, in the way you've picked me up I mean that look it's a harsh reality the guy will go right it's not an idea look we've all agreed and I've, I've seen it where I work mm. case, and we all know Brown Thomas. He can't sleep. They got those spikes or those bumps thing, right? And it happens day in, day out, right? But we all know the difference between a baby beggar, a ba- beggars who use babies as begging bait. And yes, a, a no,
1: re- yeah, yeah, no, I hate legit. that. I hate that. Yeah, yeah.
4: real legit beggar, right? Someone who he, like they took dogs away at one stage. Remember they were taking a couple of years ago. They were taking pets away from hmm. beggars on a street, right? They, life is against them from the moment they go up to the moment they manage to get. Okay, so
1: we need to go a bit easier on them, and and no, y- there's
4: no need for it. There's no need for it. I don't see this this. let them be wish them well along their way and chances are they won't be back tomorrow this oversensitivity that like, we have to make a drama and then to have them all little
1: alright Kev thanks very much indeed now uh, Doreen you're on Opinions Matter hi Doreen hi Adrian. well Doreen do you think that shopkeepers uh, and the guards are right to be moving beggars from outside their premises
2: not if they're not intimidating the people if they're just sitting there I actually seen it yesterday going into Aldi uh, there was a girl sitting there she didn't stick the cup of my Face, which I was fine with. Um, I've never put anything into a cup. Um, my son. You, say, you, say, you said you've
1: never put anything into a cup? Never.
2: Why? No, never. Why? Because I know what it's for. Like, I've seen it, like, they're outside Little Aldi, and um, then my local park, this is where they sleep. God help them. Same people that's sitting outside, and you see what they're doing. Now, I'm not saying they get enough in a cup to actually buy enough drugs or drugs, but that's where it's for. So, so I j- uh, So,
1: John, uh, a moment ago, is dead right in what he was saying that there is no real reason to be begging unless you're trying to feed a habit
2: in- if it's just if they're only looking for a few bob for a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or something like that my son does that regularly he would go in and get some like Jeremy, he's doing that years and he's only young going through town going to walk on the way in on the way home he'll do it um, but now there during the pandemic and only not so long ago I got used to the, the garage there on the end too and I'd, I can walk to that from my house and like that I thought it was absolutely disgraceful They're sitting outside you can barely get past them with the bins and all that's outside and before following not only women, women and men, and I've seen women threatened, and they go to the car window while the poor woman trying to get into her car, and this went on for a long, long time.
1: And I actually know the petrol station that you're talking about. I know you do, for uh, the drive class. Yeah, um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Joker. <laughs> I'm not I'm jo- a joker, I'm not joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm um, But I know the uh, yeah. So I know the petrol station. I've seen it myself, but I've never seen them getting up off the ground and following people to oh their cars.
2: God, yeah. oh God, yeah. honest to God, they're just lonely there. Last year, I was over there because we'd go for walks with seven hubbies and like that might drop in, like you need to get a bottle of water on your walk. And uh, next of all, I've seen them, or we'd be over getting petrol, and I'd say, i say it to my husband. But I'd say, My God, I said that is disgraceful. Like I'm talking. About maybe two at a time and all on over and I've seen poor women coming out and not only women, men as well. And some men were intimidated. Like did uh, you knew who they were picking on sort of the older men. And they'd be banging on the car window and everything like that I think is absolutely No, just that is great. bang out
1: of order. And and do the garage not move them on when they witness that? No, no. They just no I've always no. been surprised actually with that particular uh, petrol yeah. station that they just leave them uh, there.
2: And it's actually quite hard if you're a walking agent, you cross the North Road and if you're just going walking into it, and you're walking in, unless you're walking in front of those cars, if you just want to walk on the little pathway there, it's quite really hard to get past mm. to get into the shop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're Getting hit where
1: Right. And, okay. So, yeah, uh, well, then again, in answer to my question, do you think shops should be moving uh, beggars on from outside their door?
2: I they're not threatening. Like, there's one lad in particular actually outside that garage, and he moves on to Little Gotham. He goes to the three of them, and then he goes around the back here into the park to sleep. I see him getting up in the morning, which I think is heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, that is heartbreaking. Isn't you know, he's
2: somebody he thrown at the end of the day. I've actually seen ambulances pulling up at this park and taking dead bodies out.
1: Now, it is. You it's. It's, it's horrific to hear of we people's here, lives we being in that state
2: yeah we were here one evening Agent, and, and, and I now don't now topic, it but a car pulled up and the man looked lost and the hubby went out and said are you okay and his brother had actually died in that park he drove down from Drogheda he said we just wanted to know where his re- last resting place was. oh that's awful the that family awful. tried everything with him now he came from Drogheda down to Finglas every day to get a fix and sleep in that park and he was t- taken out of the bag
1: awful yeah so
2: my hubby brought him down and showed and he said, and the poor fella put flowers down on the plane and said the family and we were just getting him into rehab again and like they have got family members a lot of them. They are trying everything. Do you know what I mean? But as I said, there's one lad in particular around here and she's in the tank got I mean that weather, like I didn't go to bed and dog, help
1: them. Here I I, I I I really don't understand. We we ran out of oil the other day and our house was like a fridge and we were all complaining about how freezing cold it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. I can only imagine what it's like well, there to one all
2: around there, one there so be years ago and I was bucketing out and I actually filled a flask and made a sandwich and I asked my husband to bring it around.
1: Fair play. All right. So uh, anyway, <laughs> the, so uh, one of John's arguments earlier on was we need to move them on um, because there's no need for begging because the only thing you need to be begging for is uh, a drug fix. Now he's probably no, right.
2: Getting, yeah, yeah, but I mean, they're not going to get enough for a drug fix. Let's say, I don't know much drugs there by the way, but they're not going to get enough in that little cup for a drug fix. Yeah. And I and, and believe, or not like the little they fill a bag for them at the end of the day yeah no I know they do Yeah,
1: yep I know they do alright great yeah. to talk to you uh, Doreen thanks very much indeed now uh, Morris you're on Opinions Matter hiya Morris afternoon Adrian how are you well Morris what's your view on this are uh, shops right to be mo- to be calling the guards and getting beggars moved on from outside their store I
8: suppose some people are um, intimidated by poorly men or women begging and you can know by, them by their demeanour that they, if they have a problem but it was, as I said to Jeremy earlier on in that text. I had an unusual one happen to me. I went to a drive through McDonald's and my son wanted to get something and I paid for it and there was a begging at the window at the drive through sitting on the ground with a cup. Never seen that before in my life. A young fella. I'd give him between the age of about 17 to 20. Mm. Uh, I couldn't do anything for him at the time because I was playing by plastic but I had an occasion to go back and my wife was with me and my son and he was there again. Now he looks like a young that would be probably as we call it out of his house. In our day, they used to call it going on go. I meant you were living on the streets and not going home and people gave you filled. So on the second occasion he was there and I just went, Royce, I had a bag of money in the build of the car that I normally throw into a charity bin mm-hmm. and I took it out and I said, listen, there's a few rob there that's all clients. Some of it's old stuff. It might be any use to you but there's a bit of grub in there anyway. Mm-hmm. And just, it, 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 the look on his face, I couldn't believe it. He swore it was after giving him the lottery tickets or uh, the winnings of the lottery that somebody would be generous to him. I think that's what he was. Oh. Okay, but shocked it, it, I, it, it, I got out of the car and gave him a bag of money you know, it was probably about 7 to 10 euro in the bag in coins right? Well. But, but I he, just told him yeah. with charity when I find it but I just thought to myself there's a young for now on the streets of Dublin begging at a drive through in, ni- in 2022 mm. what has this country come to
1: and I know there's scammers out there and I
8: know there's people and, out there and, that and, scammers
1: and John, but John's argument yeah. earlier on was that he's most likely there because he's most likely feeding a habit of some sort
8: well he didn't look like a young he had a, a dropout to me that was smoking cannabis or taking drugs he looks fine it's just that like he's on hard times either out of his house or he has troubles and the only way he can do something for himself to keep himself fit like the woman said is beg for money not even a fix this guy just looked as if he fell on hard times but I've never seen anybody begging in my life at a drive through before I mean you're but the
1: second he- call in a row that's after uh, telling a similar story yeah well you know when I just
8: said to myself Jesus if you can't help your own who you can be out and he was so appreciative of the offer that I gave him because I mean to say if I fell on hard times. I'd like people not to pass me by if I had to put a cup out to survive in this day and age, this country. I
1: know, but, uh, but one of John's arguments was, you don't have to because the state actually provides for uh, people who've fallen on hard times. You can get... Uh, to a
8: certain degree. Mm. But People fall through the cracks, Adrian. You know, people fall through the cracks. They don't know how to go about getting stuff or they don't know what to do, so the only thing you can do is... But on the other side of this, John is right too. to one sense, I know there's professional people out there who make a living at this and they have
1: certain... But they, they weren't if- even the ones that he was talking about believe it or not Royce well I, I saw two
8: fellas chasing another fella off a pitch in Houston station one day because the turnover of people there is colossal and the usual the old sleeping bag and the blanket poor me and then they're off up around the corner into the off license to feed their alcohol problem mm. see what I mean But well, genuine cases are out there and I just think you know what I seen the other day Adrian I'll just run this by you if you don't mind do you remember the elderly man that used to play the accordion in Dublin and he had a white stick and an accordion and an long overcoat and he used to stand at the Hapenny Bridge and sometimes at the Harbour. I do. You remember him? I do, yeah. yes. Well, I've got a photograph of him in Dublin at the Hapenny Bridge when he was a young man and a woman bends over and she's putting money into his pooch. And you know what? It lifted me. Do you know why? Because it was late 40s, early 50s, coming into the 60s and the people of Dublin never forget the generosity that there's always somebody else worse off than you. And I'll send you in that photograph. Yeah, I do. I'd love to memories see here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a good few of old Dublin, but I I couldn't believe it, and this woman looks I'm on my way across the bridge, the hapenny Bridge, and it's not even done up. You know the old wooden panels mm. that used to be in the bridge.
1: Yes, I do. You remember yep. those? Yep. Yeah,
8: that's that's exactly what you'll see when you look at this. And the reason I recognised him was his white stick and his money pooch on the side of his accordion. Now, when I was a kid in Town, I remember my older brothers and sisters always giving him money. And when he was when I came into my teenage years and I was in Town with the lads, I gave him money. He's long since dead, mm. but. It, it, it lifted me when I saw a woman in the late 50s or late late 40s early 50s going over her way to cross over to a matter bridge he was playing his accordion and there she is dropping the money in mm. Jesus it does your heart good when you see Dublin still let me ask you like then that.
1: finally yeah. um, we, we heard of a shop calling the guards to move a beggar uh, f- uh, from outside their uh, premises is that heartless yeah. or can you understand why companies no I can that?
8: understand somebody protecting their customers and protecting their income the last thing that guy needs to be getting
1: done to his livelihood is listen I'm outside the shop I can't come in your man is there I feel threatened I won't be coming back anymore now by all accounts this guy apparently isn't but anyway yeah All right, Mars. thanks very much indeed and let me squeeze in uh, one final whatsapp voice note from Lynette I'll give
6: you a laugh Um, some of them aren't real beggars you know what I mean we know what they're looking for money for so I was going into a garage and uh, the fella sitting outside he said if you any change I said, no, sorry, you don't carry cash. And he goes, well, will you buy me a scratch card on your bank card? I, I was standing there with my mouth open, like, and a fella in, inside the garage heard him saying that, and he's like, is he for real? He says, you know what you should do? Buy your scratch card and scratch it in front of him. I, said, uh, I, said, I wouldn't go as far as that, but it just goes to show you like, the neck of some of them that they're not even looking for to change, like, what a real homeless person will be using it for, do you know what I mean?
1: All right, Lynette, thanks very much indeed uh, for your message. So back to the start of this conversation are the guards right to be uh, well are shopkeepers right to be calling the guards and are the guards right to be moving on
3: I think the majority of people actually believe they are right. What's the majority saying? The majority is saying exactly that. If the person is hassling people Mm. if the the person is minding their own business leave them to it. Thanks very much
1: indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast if you enjoyed the podcast please hit subscribe or follow if you're listening on Spotify click the little bell icon and you'll be notified the next time we upload another podcast Thanks very much indeed for listening. Subscribe
6: to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.